0: Right, lads. Um, so this is fucking take two. <laughs> I tried to record and none of it was working. So, uh, basically, let's address this right off the hot start. Um, yep, no podcast last week. To be quite honest, it's just because I really didn't fucking feel like it. And... That is sort of the the whole vibe I've got going on here. If I don't want to do something, and I don't need to, uh, yeah, I won't. Because <laughs> here's the thing. This is supposed to be for fun. It's not a job. I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm just talking to my laptop and letting my phone record me mumble on for like 30 to 40 minutes every single time so decided I wasn't gonna do anything last week I was going to let my self-destructive behavior just get in my way so took a nice week off uh then I spent three days cleaning my whole house so now I've beaten every mental illness that I have. And found a few others along the way. So, <clears throat> feeling great. Feeling good. Uh, painted my nails in the bath. So, whatever you have to say, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> so, uh, two minutes on the clock for quarantine. Our check-in of the week. Or, I guess, of the last two weeks. Um, I think we passed, like, the eight-week mark. Quarantine brain setting in. Identifying a lot of emotions, which I'm not very good at. I've had to get better. Uh, enjoyed a lot of podcasts and shows. It's a lot. Uh... Also been reading too much. But we out here, we're back. Me and the twenty other people who decide to rule over my brain at every given moment. So kicking everything off with a hot start. Um so as you can probably see from the title. We be talking about vicarious trauma or like, uh, like distance trauma. If you want to go in that direction, basically, okay, I'm going to be hella honest right now. I'm legally obligated for those who are only listening. Um, I have Honesty. Tattooed literally right on my wrist if I lie, then I'm a giant asshole, so let me be completely honest, um because all I do is lie to myself, not to others. <laughs> Ooh, that was a little too harsh of a comment, but very true uh. <laughs> So, ow, okay, that lovely, um, but holy shit, my attention sucks today, um right, so being honest, um, so this is a topic that I was like l super passionate about two weeks ago. <laughs> Um I was like, well, I'm an educated individual. Um I do be wanting to do my research, so that I don't come across uh completely stupid. And thing is, I tried um I was out here reading journal articles and books on the subject, and then I just got kind of sick of it. (laughs) So, uh, I stopped researching it because uh, none of it was really talking about what I wanted to talk about. So, if I sound stupid, you may not criticize me. You can correct me, but you may not criticize me because I tried. And let's be honest, I don't think my, um, don't think my attention span is, uh, peak functioning right now. I'll just be honest. I pretty much have to have like four things on the go at once to be able just to complete like a simple task. So sitting down and talking about one thing in like a completely coherent way might be a little touch and go here for, for a second, boys. So I do beg some forgiveness. But if you're here listening to this, you know how I am. <laughs> so, vicarious trauma. Intriguing. As a concept. So basically, vicarious trauma is where you basically get traumatized, trauma, trauma, is it traumatized or traumatized? Honestly, I don't speak English. I don't be knowing. I don't know. Um, but anyway, you, uh, experience trauma from someone else. So either someone is like telling you about their traumas and then you kind of like absorb that and you're like, holy fuck, that's terrible. (laughs) And it sort of becomes like yours. You get fucked from somebody else's traumatic event. So there is a bunch of like different, Sort of way system like can go down. But for me, as a lovely, uh, educated individual with my Bachelor of Applied Science, which basically means I'm a glorified BA in like a social science who just took an intro to genetics course. I wish I was lying. So, uh, in my semi-professional school career, uh, this is more common with, like, therapists and, like, counselors. Uh, cause you're listening to a lot of people's shit. You're dealing with it. And you just kind of have to, like, listen to other people talk about their shit while also dealing with your own and keeping your mind right. So, basically, what vicarious trauma in, like, a career setting is, like, let's say somebody's telling you about this horrible event in their life. And you're like, damn, that's really fucked up. Don't know how you did that and survived under a year. And then you can't really deal with those emotions that you got from that being told to you. And then you sort of take that inwards and you're like, oh, shit. And then you don't get help. But there is uh, things in place for most people Uh, Usually, they have, like, supervisors, colleagues, whatnot, to be like, yo, let's check in, let's unravel that, let's get your mind good, Um, but it got me thinking, because we are all stuck inside during this quarantine, and, like, sure, for, like, the normal population who aren't like scared to leave their house at any given point going on walks very nice getting your exercise outside very nice I am terrified to put it nicely Uh, currently (laughs) and the people in my neighborhood don't seem to understand what social distancing is so I don't Go for walks. I don't leave the house. I go to get groceries. And that's pretty much it. But. Being stuck inside. We do be using the Netflix. Uh, all those streaming services. What have you. Much more. Oh that's a giant gap in the braid. Eh? Um But. We do be using it. So much more. Than like before. And I was like, huh, well, like, what kind of media do I consume on the regular? Maybe, um, all y'all be as fucked up as me. I love like murder stuff, I love like dramatic television, I love a good traumatic storyline oh, amazing, like, chef's kisses to the end of the universe for, like, something that can make me feel fucked up. And you're like, oh, right in there. Boy, that did it. So I was like, huh, I've gone through, like, a big spiral over the last, like, three to four weeks. Of, like, listening to, like, murder podcasts or, like, crime podcasts. Because, uh, what else am I supposed to do with my life? And I was trying to explain it to my therapist. Um. And I was like, oh no, like, uh, there's this, like, crime podcast or, like, a murder podcast that I listen to. And... I find it funny (laughs) and it's because it's like a comedy podcast, but also like true crime. And (laughs) if you haven't listened to my favorite murder, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know who you are. I can't judge you for it, but I'm just sad and you need to, unless you can't handle like anything dark. Mm -hmm. I I read um, Karen and Georgia, the two hosts. Uh, I read their book, which is called Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, because that is their tagline. Um, I read their book, and I was like, oh, this is very good. Um, I forgot about this podcast, so I'm going to go and just dive down. Well... It got me thinking. It got me thinking. And I was just like. Huh. Like all I do. Is consume like. Nine and a half. Out of ten. Like. Horrible. Like traumatic. Sort of media coverage. And like entertainment. And then like half a percentile do I watch like something that's happy or like ooh, there's no deeper meaning to this I'm referring to like Disney movies even though they can get a little bit dark some of them more the old school uh, can get a little bit dark it's like a oh Everything will be alright kind of vibe. Yeah, nearly never do I enjoy that kind of stuff. As I drink out of one of the most um, dark sort of anime mugs, for those of you who are just listening, uh, I'm drinking out of an Attack on Titan mug. What was it, in the first episode? His mama got crunched, like eaten <laughs> in front of him. Ooh, you know, like eaten. some some things are going on. But I'm like, no, I I just like dark stuff. But I was like asking myself this question. Is it just inherently because I'm so used to, like, traumatic feelings that I relate more to, like, something that's traumatic and, like, so much drama? And it's just a way for me to, like, focus those feelings and be like, oh... What I, I don't want to feel what I'm feeling, so I'm going to feel this, like, other really dramatic thing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, is it that? Or, like, do we just inherently enjoy horrible shit? (laughs) Like, do we just like that more? And, like, because that... Like, things like Grey's Anatomy, like, because they are so over-the-top and, like, traumatic and dramatic, those, like, it gets views. Like, you can't, you can't deny that. Because, and, like, that's why the news covers what it covers. Because shock value. It gets, like, clicks. It gets views. Like, that's... What we are sort of attracted to. We like shock value. But it got me thinking even deeper. Because uh, what? where am I supposed to go in this spiral, you know? And it's like, oh, are we like, because I'd be knowing on like a school side of things. Yeah, you can absorb other people's trauma. Does that mean you can also do that with like stuff you watch? <laughs> Cuz I'm like, listen. I think I have been more emotionally attached to fictional characters than people in my life, which is like sad, but I I have my own issues. <laughs> And ah, it's just like, oh, it it makes sense to me because I'm like, I still remember, like, so many scenes where you're just like, oh, buddy, like, I was crying on my bathroom floor thinking about it, like, there's no doubt that you don't have, like, (laughs) trauma associated to, like, some sort of. Media, entertainment, whatever have you. This isn't my way. I want to put my leg up. So. But. I was just like, oh. I'm like going down this spiral. Of like, what is it? Like, is there. A like pinpointed reason. Of like. Why we like this. Is it just to like. Sort of. Oh that's too far away uh but is it just to like some sort of like stimulus to have like a controlled anxiety and like a controlled sadness to be like okay well like I'm allowed to be sad uh because this is happening in the show or this is happening in a movie and then once this is over that sadness is done we can't do that with depression <laughs> we can't do that with normal anxiety cuz uh, there's no real like ah your trigger is gone you're fixed good 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 i'm like buddy life is my trigger <laughs> like i can't i can't just like Switch off my brain. So, I was just like, oh, bud. Bud. I'm, I'm freaked out. So, while I was, you know, researching for all 2.5 seconds, I read this thing that was like, it sort of explains why, why triggers are a thing. So, like, uh, yeah, and it's just it's so interesting, so reach researchers I'm reading this by the way i can't I can't like read and talk at the same time. Researchers are now willing to acknowledge that witnessing disastrous events through media could cause a reaction that complies with existing. Post Traumatic Stress Disorder Clinical Criteria and there's also like suggesting that psychiatry and psychology have started to consider a possibility that traumatic behavior and symptoms could transfer across time and we be known like inter uh, well not intergenerational but like Generational trauma, and like, there's certainly cultural trauma that, like, mm, yeah, it do be passed down. So, is it intergenerational? I don't know. I'm stupid right now. But it's like, because you know that trauma can be transferred, and like, let's say you have something like the Holocaust, or a little bit closer to our age range, uh, like residential schools. Yeah, big fucking impact, buddy, on a very distinct population. Oh, there'd be a fire. Um, but there is a very distinct mark. That that creates for people who were involved in that. And the people who are then affected. The people that they come into contact with. Like their family, their friends. Yeah. They likely will have their own like trauma associated to that. Maybe not directly caused by it. But it's still like you know ripple effect or whatever I swear I was smart at one point now I do just be like rambling on the internet you know Um, but because human beings are like social creatures even some of us uh-huh, I included are like naturally more (laughs) antisocial and, like, scared of people, Uh, that is more of a learned behavior. And human beings as a whole, we are a very, like, social animal. We like packs. We do. It's sort of ingrained in society that, like, there's us. And then there's the other. You like having a group. Whether it's your friends, whether it's your family, whatever. So, what I'm saying here. Let me try and concise. This has been 23 minutes of me talking nonsense. So, because we are such social... beings it's sort of only natural maybe that's the word for it but it makes more sense to be like okay well this thing or fictional character or actor or whatever like I relate to either their story or like i i know someone like that like i could know someone like that you become like semi attached to them in like whatever context and when something bad happens to that yeah You might, like, absorb something and be like, oh, shit, mm, that's in there. And it got me thinking about people like me, people like my friends, who, like, sort of nonstop watch this sort of stuff and, like, just live. Like, uh, I really like, is there people out there who just like, just consume happy like things? Like things with uh, normally regulated emotions? Because that kind of seemed wild. I know, that makes me sound ignorant, but here I am. Ignorant. Uh, (laughs) No one can fault me because I'm being honest about it. Uh, But it's like, uh, at least for me, I find more entertainment value in something that... I can relate to in, like, some form of another. And to be quite honest, I'm not that happy of a person. <laughs> I'll say it right now. Uh Many people have told me, uh, both in a good and not good context, like, I'm a miserable person. Like, I like sad shit. I like... <laughs> Like, negative emotions. Negative emotions are where I'm comfortable. That's also a topic in therapy for a lot of reasons. Uh, But, like, I don't usually respond well (laughs) to, like, just genuine joy <laughs> and genuine happiness. I'm like, yeah, I have like some nice overlapping moments of like, haha, nothing is bothering me. I'm happy, but I don't know how to like function in that state, instead, my natural function is like boiling right underneath the surface I have like a hairpin trigger. Thank you, mom. Uh, I have like a hairpin trigger. Of anger. So I'm like. Oh, I lean into her. You say one thing. Boy. I'm already pissed. <laughs> like. Ooh. It's like. Anger is my go-to. Then don't often get sad, but when I do, oh boy, I get sad, like capital S-A-D, sad, seasonal affective disorder, (laughs) sad, um, so it's just like, uh, I couldn't imagine not, like, uh, I couldn't imagine not seeking out things. That don't relate to that. Because there's sometimes, like, all, like, like, a week ago, I watched The Emperor's New Groove. Great movie, still lives up to the hype. But I was like, oh, like, I just have genuine, like, love for this movie because it's funny. Because it's like, it's just like a, ah, like, whatever, nothing matters. Man turns into a llama and then he doesn't. You know, like. (laughs) But even in that movie, there's, like, some dark themes. Murder being one of them. (laughs) But it's, like, it's played up in, like, a happy way. (laughs) So I just, I really can't, like, I can't imagine not having that as, like, a go-to. I'm like, Even comedy. Like, I like dark comedy. (laughs) I like a murder podcast where they make jokes. Like. But that's also because comedy is like a coping mechanism. And I'm like, oh. Did I say something too dark? Let's make a joke out of it. So, people are like, only semi-uncomfortable. So, it's just like. It's so interesting to me to think like there's this whole other frame of thought that sort of exists and I have like, I have no idea no idea what's that like what that's like I think one one of my friends and anytime I've talked to her about like something along these lines it's like oh when you do consume something that's like what I would be like oh yeah like that's upsetting but like I'm still gonna continue on with my day because I've built up such a tolerance level that friend will be like oh i'm like i'm set for the day yeah like i had to put down this book i'm like wait that's an option huh all right well didn't know you could do that Come on. I silenced my phone. And this, this is what's happening. Okay. Great. Um, but, basically, what I was getting at, <laughs> uh, it's just, because people have different tolerance levels, I guess, for trauma, it's just sort of wild to me. There's, like, there's no rhyme or reason why this needs to be a podcast. But I was like, nah, it's interesting. I want to talk about it. So, I have really no, like, definite answer for, like, why we like things or why we don't. I know for me, and, like, for a couple of other people I've talked to, it's more of a relatability factor. But also like sort of a a nice safe focus for those emotions that you might be feeling in your real life, but you don't want to deal with your real life. So a little escapism, a little bit more relatability, sort of a little bit of everything, but they're... I just wonder about the fact, like, for these people who don't have, like, any trauma, because (laughs) surprising, but those people do exist, um, like, how, how do you live, how have you made it thus far? Like, I'm being honest. Uh, Check on your friends right now who've like never experienced any hardships (laughs) and like don't know how to even cope in like an unhealthy way. Because like, let's be honest, if you're a millennial, you have like one or 15 uh, unhealthy coping mechanisms. But that's people who associate with the millennial label, a.k.a. we've adopted, like, societal trauma as our trauma. (laughs) And, see, I guess the same goes for Gen Z. A lot more fucked up shit has happened in the last, like, 19 years. But mm, that's besides the point. (sighs) But the people who just don't associate with, like, any trauma and who have been, like, so sheltered from the world. I don't know how they're able to function, especially as a world as it is. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, not caring. Which is, like, kind of dark. Cause like, I think my problem is I care too much. But do they just, like, not care? Or do they just, like, are they really good at ignoring? Just a thought. Wow, that took a turn. I love how, like... Coffee is supposed to make you focused. I think I've been a little bit all over the place. But. Mm, delicious. There was another point I wanted to make. But I think I forgot it. Ah, well. If I have anything to say about it. Further on down the line. Guess what? I'll fucking say it all uh, further down the line. So, anyway. That was my almost 40 minute rambling session about trauma, entertainment, and like... Resiliency, maybe? I guess? I mean... Some people do be more resilient than others. So, are those people more likely to consume tragic media? I don't know. I can't do a study. <laughs> no one will let me into grad school. <laughs> okay, that was too real. Uh, But, I don't know. It's just, if you know... Anything, wow, that was kind of dark, Uh, if you know something related to this topic, whatever have you, or you think I'm stupid and would like to correct me, because both are great viable options, uh, please message me on Instagram. It is my first and last name. With an extra N on the end. So Jen Harnden, N. Uh, Please message me on Instagram. Because I would love to hear some insight that's not from my own brain. Because I, it's so, it's so interesting. It's so, brains are, brains and people. Some of the most fucked up and fascinating sort of shit out there. Love it. Um, So, if you have anything to say, don't be afraid to message me. I literally will talk to anyone. I'm like, I keep replying to people's stories on Instagram, and I'm like, I know we haven't talked in pretty much eight years, but I'm going to respond to this story because I fucking want to. So, um, if you're afraid of those people, then, like, maybe don't talk to me. Because, like, once you open a door, I will walk through it again. But, if you don't mind being annoyed. It's me. Uh, but, great. Love that. Um, so, for future, I'm going to try and put, like, a, a shorter podcast out on, like, Wednesdays, and then maybe, like, a longer one for Fridays. And sometimes I think those longer ones are going to be sort of guests, like a guest one. Uh, for the people who I reached out to, thank you so much for being such positive little bumblebees of friendship um I'm sort of still planning on how it works but I think I think what I've figured out will work so we will see in the future if that happens um But yeah, so, because I have no regularity in my life, I'm trying to create a schedule for myself. And maybe two podcasts a week would help keep me more motivated and like a semi-regular human being. Because I can't work right now, so why not? And if anything changes, well... Then it was not a promised schedule, and it was only just treats. (laughs) You can go back and listen to them if you ever want to. Okay. So, with that, I think we're calling it a day. Uh, I hope everybody do be feeling fine, do be feeling however they're feeling. Because TBH, taking some time and being like, Literally a lump of a human being. Ah, please do. I did it for a whole week last week. So I really can't fault you. Uh, but <laughs> if you can, feel better. Uh, Alright. guess that's all I have to say. But yeah, if you have anything else, message me on Instagram, because I'm always on there. Uh, Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna go. God, why are these, these are so awkward. It's very unfortunate.